Good morning. Thank you for listening. David Noreen along with Marcus. Tuesday morning, KLH. And it's time for your entertainment news. Well, they're back. The late night hosts are back at the end of the writer's strike. That was one of the things we were looking forward to. And so were they. I am so happy to be back in a room uh, with my writers, everybody. I miss my writers so much. So happy. So happy uh, to see them uh, this morning. I will admit by lunch, I was a little over it. Um, But now the writer strike is over with a new contract that includes protections against AI, cost of living increases, better pay, better pay for streaming. Plus, thanks to the picket lines, my writers got fresh air and sunshine, and they do not care for that. In case you've forgotten, my name is Jimmy. I've been off the air for five months. We've been gone um, so long. We've been gone so long, The Bachelor is now a grandfather. <laughs> it took five months to reach the deal. Yeah. The stalemate finally ended when the studios realized we've got to end this now or it's another three months of watching Suits. <laughs> I haven't watched Suits, but I heard really good things about it. I haven't either. Marcus? No, nope, not once. No. Jimmy Fallon, part of his... Monologue. Right now, the most popular show on Max is a British dating show with full frontal nudity called Naked Attraction. <laughs> Everyone's British, so the bodies are nude. It's the teeth that are blurred out. And, that's, I think that's... and from Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, Matthew McConaughey talks about stealing wood to build an epic treehouse and why it's a theme of his children's book, Called Green Lights. I had a 13-story treehouse that I write about in Green Lights that I found a hardware construction store out in the middle of the woods, and I came across it, waited till they got off work, got the wire cutters, cut through the fence, and snuck through and started stealing lumber. And would take it to this one big ponderosa pine in the back woods where I lived, and I had all the wood to make the most incredible treehouse in the world. I made a 13-story treehouse over an entire summer. And that's why that's on the cover. A treehouse, I think, is a symbol for all of us in our youth. It's the first place for me where I got to go and have my private thoughts, write down my private things, have my things that it was like, no one else can see that if I don't want them to. Only people in my treehouse is who I invite to my treehouse. Okay, are we just going to skip over the fact that he stole the wood? <laughs> yeah, so Green Lights is his book that he actually wrote that he talks about it. His kid's book is just because that he wrote, but the treehouse is on the cover of that. Yeah, he did. He talks about that in the book. Does he? Mm-hmm. Did he pay them back at any point? No, but you got to know where he was. In a... <laughs> okay, so you're feeling bad for him at no, that I'm time? No, I'm not feeling bad for him, but like it, he explains it, and you're like, all right. I mean, you know, just in the woods. Come on, be honest. If he wasn't so good looking, right, you, would, you, would not cut I... him any, you would not cut him any slack. All right, yes, I know right. you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night had Arnold Schwarzenegger on, and he talks about his iconic line from Terminator. And then uh, I'll be back. I remember, as a matter of fact, we had in the beginning a dispute, the director and I, because I couldn't really, I didn't feel comfortable with this, I'll, I'll be back. I'll, this, this LL type of a thing. So I said to him, I said, why don't I just, since I already talk like a machine, I might as well just say, I will be back. And he says, no, no, it doesn't sound as good. And I said, well, it sounds better to me. He says, let's just forget about the I'll be back. Let's just do, I will be back. And he says, Arnold. Are you the writer here? What is going on here? And then I said, no, I'm not the writer. I said, well, I'm the writer. So I decide what we're going to do, and we're going to stay with I'll Be Back. Arnold, by the way, said 
you need to do something about things that bother you instead of just complaining about it. The question you always have to ask yourself is, what do you do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, when people say, you know, that education is not good in our public schools, I say, what do you do about it? Are you going to help the kids reading with the reading, help with the tutoring, going to help and, and do something for the community or for our education system or for the kids or something like that? What do you do? If you have not watched that Arnold... I haven't. I'm going to have to. You have to. The uh, miniseries about Arnold's life. Okay. When you get finished watching that, you will have a completely different view of Arnold. Right. From the Kelly Clarkson show, Jeff Goldblum said he used to walk up to people he didn't know on the street and act like he knew them. I, I remember, well, I, had, I, was, I had a talent for um, drawing and painting, and my dad would take us to um, the special art class, me every week, and w waiting outside the Carnegie Mellon um, Museum, the Carnegie Museum, wow. when, he, when he hadn't shown up yet, and I would do this thing that I can't believe I did, I was like 11 or 12, I would see people and then pretend to know them. To go, oh my gosh, look who it is. And I would. I think there's a word for that. Hello? It's called strange. stalker. It's strange. It's strange. It's strange, 14? You believe that? No, oh, that is. That's actually kind of dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. Well, back in the day, though, like whenever you would do that, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. But yeah. nowadays, are you kidding? All right, so this is a weird story. A guy at a Drake show held up a sign saying that his girl broke up with him after he spent all of his savings on tickets to see Drake. Drake said he was going to give the guy 50 grand so he could quote-unquote flex on her. That's a good sign to pick tonight. Usually I like do something nice for a lady, but my bro right here, he said, I spent all my savings buying tickets for me and my ex, but honestly, never mind, it's really her loss, so she ain't coming with you tonight. She ain't coming with you tonight? And you in here just icy with the gold chain and the sunglasses on? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna give you 50 bands so you can flex on them. Yeah, that's how, that's how we doing it tonight, big dog. It's your night tonight. So he's only a jerk when he's on the basketball court? Like, yeah. is that his mm -hmm. deal? Okay. Well, when they're playing the Bucks. Yeah. That's why. All right, so because Taylor Swift went to the Chiefs game with Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, and the director of Deadpool 3... People now think she's in the movie as Dazzler, a superhero who's also a rock star. <laughs> okay. Okay. By the way, Sunday night's game on, uh, you know, with Taylor Swift and Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, 27 million viewers peaked to 29 million viewers, which is the highest rated Sunday night game they've had in a long time. Something and makes me think that this is a setup. Well, you're so right about that because we were watching that. Cindy and I were watching. So the very first commercial that they cut to on Sunday Night Football, I don't know if you saw this, was an ad for her concert movie. Okay, okay. Taylor Swift. Now the second commercial break, uh -huh. when they went to break, and obviously New York, the New York Jets were playing, they showed Times Square, and the big billboard on Times Square showed, what do you think? Taylor <laughs> Swift... See, there's something. So with it was this. really weird, like the the, the cross promotion. Yeah, exactly. The cross promotion almost seems. They're very... getting better ratings. I mean, uh -huh. maybe these two are hanging out, but right. mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's on purpose. And speaking of the NFL, on last night's Manning cast, Will Ferrell was a guest during the game. Peyton Manning asked him to rate Eli's earlier delivery of Will's famous line from Wedding Crashers. Ah, meatloaf, <laughs> meatloaf. On a scale of 1 to 10, is Eli's Will Ferrell impression a 1 or a 2? I'll say like a 1.1. 1. 1. 
Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. You rushed it a little bit. I got to yell at my mom. There's some rage behind it. This guy had some Offense. rage, so it was more like, Number Ma, meatloaf! Ten-yard penalty. <laughs> First down. It's like, I got to hear the... meatloaf! But a little more growl. Ma, meatloaf! Ma, meatloaf! Why did you drag it up? Ma! Why did you drag it out like that? Just bark it's like a it. Southern draw thing. It's Ma, meatloaf! <laughs> All right. You know, my mom's starting to come down here. She's freaking out. She didn't know what's going on. She's getting concerned. I love Wedding Crashes, by the Me way. Me too. What yeah, a great movie. It is a great movie. You know how they say we only use 10% of our brains? I think we only use 10% of our hearts. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood update.